Uh, Professor Sarah Pete, welcome to Eco Radio. Hello, good great to be here. Uh, now, uh, Professor Pete, you are the director of the Emerging Technology Research Lab at Monash University. I notice in your uh, recent book, Living at the Edge of the Future, well, in fact, I think it's a future book. It's dated as 2023 on the copy that I downloaded. So um, uh, you finished the final chapter, which is called Life at the Edge, um, talking about emerging technologies offering hope. And you say, uh, by which I mean a form of shared hope for the collective engagement towards making an ethical, trustworthy future life where world and planet where people, other species and emerging technologies live well, healthily, safely and sustainably together. So I think that's an aim that a lot of listeners to Eco Radio uh, would share and clearly an inspiration for your work. Is that fair? Yes, it is. And it's a very ambitious kind of aim, but it's the way I would like to see things go forward. Absolutely. Now, obviously, we need to make changes to uh, create the world that we want to see or be part of. And so emerging technologies are an essential part of that uh, change. Um, you specifically say that they offer hope, and you seem to be implying that that hope um, is partly due to their unfinished, unpredictable nature. Could you elaborate on that idea a bit? Yes. Um, I think that emerging technologies are an inevitable part of our future. Um, they've become an, un un they're an unstoppable dimension of life as it goes forward. The interesting thing about emerging technologies is that they're always seen as being pivoted to kind of go over, to take us over the edge of the future, if you like, and, and to have some kind of so-called impact in the world. Now, I want to look at that differently. Um, I want to replace the hype that's associated with that model of emerging technologies as having societal benefits and impacts because they're technologies. Um, and I instead want to, to think away from hype and to think towards hope. So rather than hype coming from above, coming from industry, coming from government, hype about the, the way in which these technologies will change people's lives and will change societies, I want to understand hope as something that actually comes from people, from society. I want to understand hope as something that actually emerges from everyday life and that can take us forward with the possibilities that technologies offer. Now, that's mm. a very different um, way of understanding the future because it involves us not thinking of the future as something stretched out before us or that could be seen or predicted. It actually understands the future as being shaped by everyday feelings and practices and ways of actually experiencing and living with technology and mm. the hope that we can embed in that. Yes, you use the phrase everyday futures um, to that end. You focus on uh, hope instead of hype because that's about the people, not the technology. But most of the work that focuses on the technology does so because it's hard, it's measurable, it's got money involved in it. Um, dealing with people is much less predictable, but in your point of view, much more important. Do you want to elaborate on that? Yes. Yeah, so, look, I'll give you an example. Um, one of the projects that I've worked on with my colleagues in the Emerging Technologies Labs, and in this project, we um, 
collaborated collaborated with McLean Care, which is a not-for-profit healthcare organisation, and um, Deakin University, who were the technical team. And in this project, we um, did our ethnographic research around a tech trial of um, a series of um, seniors living in their homes with smart home technologies, which were installed. Okay, so if we take that back to the hype, the smart home, the kind of completely connected smart home is hyped as making our lives more convenient, um, more connected, smoother, um, to increase our well-being, etc. But the reality is that actually people don't tend to necessarily buy into the whole smart home system. So the, the hype of the smart home just doesn't come just doesn't come into reality. People tend to buy isolated and to use isolated smart home technologies and not even to connect those to each other. So, for example, people might have somebody might have digital voice assistant. Um, they might have some smart lights. Um, they might have a smart kettle. Um, but they might not necessarily use all of those things in relation to each other. And um, they definitely might not be using them in relation to some of the visions which hope for greater efficiency. So what we found with this group of seniors, though, was that um, they had a whole series of smart home tech installed in their homes, including smart lights, smart kettles, digital voice assistants, automated vacuum cleaners. And the really interesting thing was to see that it wasn't just the technology that was enabling for them. Actually, it was the relationship. So the, the tech, so, so the whole point is it's not the tech that has the impact. It's not the tech that changes people's lives. It's not the tech, which in this case, the question was, will these technologies enable people to have greater independence and greater well-being? No, the technologies didn't do that. <laughs> the ways in which each um, household determined that they would like to use those technologies in relation to the social team and the tech team who supported them was actually what enabled those technologies to support their well-being and their independence. So the important thing for me is always to turn that question around, to actually say, why do people need to, to use technologies? How do they make the meaningfuls in their lives? How do those technologies make them happy? How do they actually enable them to feel more independent and, and enhance their well-being? Um, and for me, that that's the the really the crucial point. You know, um, technologies don't impact our lives and make our lives better. The way in which we incorporate technologies into the lives that we already have and the lives that we're moving forward with into tomorrow, into next week, and into next year, that's what makes technology work and makes it work well. And so that's where hope resides as well. Mm. Hope resides in the everyday realities through which we make our lives good with technology. The hype which says that technology is going to make our lives better is the false narrative. And, and for me, that, that's a very simple way of looking at that distinction.